We acknowledge and pay our respects to the Boon Wurrung and Woi Wurrung Wurundjeri peoples of the Kuli Nation people, the traditional custodians of the land on which we are virtually gathered today. We pay respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and acknowledge all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders here today. Welcome to Talent Punk. We're a delightful combination of fascinating guests from all over the world. Adventures, emotion, sublime turns and moves. We at Talent Punk stand in solidarity with those who reject racism and violence. We commit to fighting racism wherever we find it, including in ourselves. So now please join your host, Ollie Lambell. Good day, Melbourne and Wanaikau. Hoayo gozaimasu, Ozaka. Good afternoon, York. Buonasera in Lats. Everybody, welcome to Talent Punk Season 2. Uh, today we are celebrating youth and life with four amazing young human, humans. Hef Scott's feature all said, youth is a dream, a form of chemical madness. Well, let's check it out. Brandy, Suki, Zedin, Valentino, welcome. And thank you so much for being part of the show today. How is everybody? Are you good? I think some of you are on mute, um, but that's okay. I think you say thumbs up so all good yeah cool we're gonna start today um with a power mover or what we call a power mover a break dancer called suki from japan suki how are you i'm good excellent i've got someone to to help us her name is hitomi so thank you Hitomi, for being here today just in case our conversation gets a bit too complicated and we kind of um misunderstanding each other is that okay Yep, I will help you. Cool. So what I would like to start, Suki, is for you to tell us a bit about you, a bit about uh, your life um, in Japan, in Osaka, and just a bit about your childhood, if that's okay. Osaka,について I'm Biboitsuki. I live in Osaka. I'm 14 years old. And I do in break dancing. Yeah. So when did you start break dancing? I started dancing seven years old. Seven years old. Yeah. So that's been seven years now. Why why break dancing? Why not something else? Well, my brother started dancing first. And after seeing his brother dancing, yeah, I I also want to uh, Dancing and started going to the dance school. Okay, so that your brother, your brother do um, break dancing, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is he good? Yeah, he's good too. Yeah, he's good too. So, are you better than him, or is he better than you? Or what does it mean? あの、どっちの方がお兄ちゃんと自分とどっちの方が上手ですかって。I say same. Same? Yes. 
the same level. <laughs> oh, okay. And um, tell us a bit about your training and your routine. So, as I understand, you're going to, you're going uh, to school, so that's why you know we. Four, we yeah. yeah. And oh, four p.m. I come back to the home. Four thirty, sorry, dancing practice, and six thirty, finish a practice, and eat and last, and eight p.m. Or start dancing and twelve p.m. finish a dancing and and go to the and shower or something and going to sleep and seven a.m. wake up and go to school is my routine like this one. Wow, and that's five days a week. Do you, or or more? What's do you do five, six days, or seven days a week? Uh, Every day practice. Everyday practice. So on weekend, do you practice? What What are the What are your time of practice on weekend?あ週末はどんな感じのあの日程になってますかって今のは多分学校のある時の日程だったと思うので。と、nine、am wake up and ten am start dancing and twelve finish and eat and last and two pm to four. And last 30 minutes and mm. four thirty start dancing and six thirty and last and eat and eight to twelve and practice and going to sleep like this one. Wow. Well I'm I mean I'm impressed because training training is hard and you know um school and the training until midnight. So that, that's long hours. What's, what motivates you? What, what keeps you going? Uh, motivation. I'm working very hard now for the 2024 Paris Olympics. Ah. Because um, for people who don't know, um, so breakdancing is going to be one of the discipline, the new discipline in the um, Harris Olympic in 2024. It's the first time. And um, so are, are you are you going to be, or are you in the Japanese team right now? Or are you training to be in the Japanese team? My team, I have a Korea, in Korea. Yeah, in Korea. Korea. MB crew and and like Asian crew name is Juice. Sorry, I I it's only like, if you want to help a bit for that. So I'm Korea。韓国のチームに所属してるって感じなんですか。はい。韓国のチームと。はい。あ、なるほど。はい。じゃあ、like、kind people in there then he belonged oh. to that team okay so is there gonna be only oh, okay so at the moment but for the paris olympic is there gonna be a japanese team or is it gonna be a, ah. um, an asian team ah, no, uh, paris, no, uh, paris is enjoying uh one people ah, like and one and usa is like one it's like oh okay yeah, so, one one, so one person per country Yes, it's too hard. Oh wow! And for yourself, so you you're going to compete to be that one person 
for the Olympics? So, Paris, there are some Hitori team in the Nakte, Kunikara Hitori Garabate, so it's Rega, Tataka, the Kandinari. So, each country one person go and they kind of compete each other. Wow.、Mm. Okay. Well, we wish you、uh, the best.、Huh? We,、um, we, we will be with you until、uh, 2024.、Um, tell me a bit what, what inspires you or who inspires、uh, you? Of course, I'm inspired by Kaku, people Kaku. And we'll talk about Kaku. Kaku is your coach, yeah? Yeah, he's my teacher. He's your teacher, yeah. Is he a good teacher? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he a good teacher? Uh, it's a very kind of person, and、yes. it is fun to be together. Yeah. Yes. And、um, you, let's talk a bit about the competition.、Um, you, so I think you were saying that before, before COVID, before all this madness, you were doing competition every week. Uh, え毎週イベントがありますかってことですかそうですねあの、ま。コロナの前とかはこう毎週行ってましたかって。まあ、そうですね。うん、毎週行ってました。毎週行ってた。So before COVID, he went to like every week go to competition.、Yeah. And what are, what are the, the big milestones for him until、um, the Olympics? What are the big competitions he needs to go before the Olympics? Milestone means like some goal before Olympics? Yes, yes.、Yeah. Oh. Olympic in the mind, to can you know, you can't get a goal to car? Are you master cut? It's a little BC one to take a girl in t After two years, there is a competition, Red Bull BC1. Then he w a n t to be the champion in there. Yeah. That, that is his like, goal before the Olympics. He did uh, uh, in 2019, he was in,、um, I think he was in France in Bordeaux and he came second、uh, with the Japanese team. That was the, the Pesak Battle Arena. In 2019, he was in France and he came second. So, who are the best in the、はい、world in,、um, in breakdancing? Uh, Oli, can you say again, please?、Uh, who are the best people in the world? Who are the best countries、ah, in the world in、uh, breakdancing? Is it? Best, yeah, my, my best is my teacher, Bivoy Kaku. Okay, but is it Japan or in, in the lead board? Is it Japan or is it、uh, Russia? I think Russia is pretty good in breakdancing. Yeah. It's like Russia and USA and China is like very so many people. Yeah. How is France? Are the French is good or not? Yeah, French is good too. Oh, good. Oh, 
just wanted to ask. Um, before I ask you the, the last question, Craig, um, would you mind just showing a bit of Suki's ability, art and talent? Thanks. <laughs> pretty cool i don't know about you but i find that pretty cool i'm so inspired uh, by you um final question i want to ask you about your dreams if you project and i know it's hard when you're 14 years old but if you project yourself in 10 years time where do you see yourself so like so he wanna go like kind of traveling a lot of country and wanna make a lot of friends like through the dancing and also he wanna do the job as dancer as well. Nice. Well you have us as a friend, um Suki. So um we wish you um we wish you the very best. I'm I'm you know you, you're so inspiring so uh thank you i know you you're going to school um you know very soon um can no. you stay with us can you stay with us a little bit because we're gonna have a second part and we want to talk a bit about about other stuff is that okay or when you have to leave you can leave so he has test now, so he needs to go soon. Oh, okay. He no leave problem. <laughs> Suki, Arigato, thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you soon, yeah? Yeah. Thanks, White. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. After that, we're going to go to see our friend Zedin, or Z. How are you, Z? Good, You're thank so you. Hey. So Z, before uh, we have a chat, um, we're going to ask the magician Craig to show a little bit of something about you because, and that's going to be the intro to have our discussion. Okay, so uh, for people who don't know, um, Z is a skateboarder, so, um, but this ramp is pretty cool and we're going to talk about this ramp a bit later. Um, so skateboarder from Wanaka, South Island in New Zealand. Um, you're 13 years old? Yes, yeah. 
Yes. Um, and uh, you took a day off to be on Talent Punk today. Thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate that. Tell us a bit, how long have you been skateboarding? I have been skateboarding since I was six years old. Okay. Um, I'm, it's about seven years, isn't it? Yep. And you, you, you do as well uh, a bit of snowboarding as well, yeah? Only a wee bit. Yeah. And I think you, you and Valentino met at some times. Yeah, at the um, uh, Junior Nationals yeah. of Padrona once. Okay. So you chose skateboarding and he chose snowboarding. I'll find yes. that. And by the way, I didn't know when I contacted you, you both that um, you knew each other, but that it said that that world in this part of the, uh, of the world is very, um, uh, knows each other. Um, tell me a bit, why skateboarding? Why did you focus on skateboarding and not snowboarding or surfing? Because you do surfing as well. Uh, sometimes. But um, I think it's just because I started snowboarding in the winter and summer came around and I couldn't do it anymore. So oh. I started skateboarding. Yeah. And I just found it to be a lot easier to get to. And it was just so much fun. Okay. So just a practical things to do. Yes. And do you remember the, your first day on a board? Well, was it skateboarding or was it snowboarding? Your it was first snowboarding. Skateboarding? snowboarding? Yeah. Oh, snowboarding, you say? Snowboarding. Snowboarding. Yeah. And then, so when you went on skateboard, what, what happened? Um, I fell a lot at first, but it just became a lot easier to, it's just like a mode of transport. It was, oh, yeah. Because, yeah, it's, everything was so much like nicer, it felt. Yeah, you can it go was, to school with it. You can go yeah. to uh, the grocery store and can see your friends. Yeah, it's... Yeah. What um, what type of uh, board did you did you start with? I uh, this um, just a a complete skateboard that you get from a shop. Yeah. Um, pretty cheap. But is that a, like a, like a trick board or is that did you did you try your like with long board or did you? Oh no, I started um, off with a trick board. Trick yeah. board, yeah, but not not the cruiser or not the long board. Nah, oh, nah. Oh, <laughs> I can see your face, nah. Why not? Um, I don't I know. Do, I think uh, I, I do longboard, <laughs> cruiser. Yeah, I think uh, the the trick aspect uh, was a lot more. I don't know. It's just I was drawn to that a lot more. Yeah. Tell us a bit, like I asked uh, uh, Suki about your routine um, and how you can manage between school and um, and we'll talk about the competition, but. Um, so school, your training, and your ramp. And that ramp, we see that. Um, do you want to talk about the, the ramp first? Sure. Do you want to go see it? Please. Do you want to take us? Yes. Because I think your parents built that ramp for you, yeah? Yes, they did. It's just oh, my God. Outside. So tell us about it. That's okay. Do you want to show us? Can you show us? Can you turn your camera? Second. Look at right this blue there. sky. How's the weather? It's beautiful. So we can see the ramp in the background. Oh my God. Yes. Cool. Yeah. It's massive. It's, um, can you hear me yet? Yep. 
Yeah, so it's uh, 14 foot high. Yeah. It is, um, was originally built for the big day out in Auckland. Yeah. And it was left for in sand for about uh, seven years, I think. Yeah. And then we got the chance to um, ship it down and rebuild it. So we did. Wow. There's a um, there's a documentary on that. Oh, is that on the on the build? Well, a bit later. Can you um, um when we finish our conversation, if you have um, if you want to share the link in the chat, um, that would be great for for us to uh, you know to check it out. But um, so you've got your ramp, uh, massive ramp. I think what you what you and and the routine. So the training. What's what, what's your weekly routine? So. Tell us a, a typical day. Okay. Um, I wake up at around seven o'clock. Yeah. I get ready for school. I go to school. I get a uh, bike home. Uh, I get home around 3.30 and then I skate till sundown, which is about 10 o'clock to 10.30. Okay. Wow. Pretty and long. Yeah. On, on the weekend, I'll skate from nine o'clock till sundown. Yeah. Mainly the ramp? Or you do as well the ball? The... Uh, sometimes the ball. Yeah. Just okay. depending on what competition I have next. Yeah. Okay. Can you describe the ball for you know um, our audience and people who don't know what is a ball? A ramp is that big thing and the ball is? Um, it's like a, I guess you could call it like a dinner ball. It's just um, yeah. like a ramp with corners. So competition, so you've done, you're doing a bit of competition. What's, what I've seen you have in comment as well and um, is the air time. It's uh, the hang time, what we call in basketball, but uh, the time you are in the air, I think with Valentino as well. You guys are, when you, you do that, that ramp and, and you kind of jump in the air. So, and you, I think you had the, in, in the latest competition in Mont um, Monganui, is that Monganui? Mount Monganui, yeah. Monganui. Uh, it was a ramp, and you had and you were prized for the highest hair time. Is that? Yeah, highest year. It was around eight foot high. Wow, and you've done as well another competition in North Island called the Ball Jam. Can you tell us a bit about that as well? Oh yeah, so that's a, that's pretty much the biggest uh, competition in New Zealand. It's yeah. um. It's just uh, everyone goes there. It pretty much you get a lot of street cred for winning it. Nice. And you finished yeah. first? First. first. Yeah. Of under 16, is that? Yeah. Cool. Um, who inspires you? Um, I have a, a lot of people. So like um, from snowboarding. Yeah. Like Yuki Kadona. Uh, um and Bucky Lessig from skateboarding. Yeah. He skates the ramps. Yeah. And uh, Pedro Barros, he goes the highest. Oh, wow. And Danny Way, I think, as well. You say, you yes, mean? yeah, Danny Way. There is one thing we, uh, we discuss, and um, it's about uh, the, the coaching and the training element. So what you were saying to me when we discuss, uh, I say, you know, um, Suki's got a coach um, for breakdancing. But you say that um, only in this part of the world, only in Japan, you can get coach for, uh, it's pretty uh, recurrent, but not, not very much for 
um, um, you know, in New Zealand. Is that, can you? Yeah, so um, skateboarding has just become kind of like a, a competitive sport where you can, where you get coaches. Yeah. Because before the, uh, the Olympics was announced, you didn't really have coaches in skateboarding. Yeah. Just uh, skated with your friends to get better. Yeah. But now it's becoming more of a, like a, a normal thing to have. But uh, you just can't really find them at the moment. Mm. So who, who trained you, yourself? Or, or did you, do you have... I, um, I usually just skate with my friends and then I progress a lot doing that. But yeah. mostly, mostly I skate by myself. Oh, you were saying that you, you like to compete and, and, um, and train with people who are better than you because that, that's how yeah. you learn new stuff. Yeah. Yes. What's next for you? Competitions? What's, what's the, big, um, the big milestone? The big goal? Well, is, um, I want to go compete in America, but yeah. uh, with COVID-19, can't really do that at the moment. So yeah. I think I'll just keep on... Um, doing the New Zealand circuit until I can travel overseas. Yeah. Yeah. And um, final thing, and I think I'll, I'll ask the same question um, uh, to Valentino, but about sponsors. So how do you guys uh, travel across if you go overseas or if you go, you know, um, compete um, nationally? Who's paying for that? Are you paying for that? Or can you get some sponsor? How do you get sponsor? Yeah, so... Um... Usually, to get a sponsor, they ap approach me through Instagram. Oh, okay. And um, they uh, sometimes they might pay for your flights or accommodation yep. for, for skateboarding. I don't know about snowboarding, but um, yeah, cool. yeah, they can get you places. Cool. You have to tell me how you do and to get sponsor contacted you on Instagram. If they want to contact us at Talent Punk, um, we'll welcome them. Um, thank you so much, Zenin. Um, we'll see you um, just a bit later um, in the second part. Um, stay with us. Cool? Yeah, sure. All right, Mr. Valentino. How's it going? Uh, good. Your phone is fixed. What did you do? Did you put yeah, some stickers? Um, I moved the screen. Oh, did you? I just shifted the screen to the side a little bit. <laughs> so yeah. I have to say to everyone, you're still in Lax uh, in, uh, yeah. in Switzerland. It's uh, now 11.30 p.m. at night. Thank you so much for staying awake. But uh, yeah, all you're good. 15 years old, so at 15, I think 11.30 is all good. Yeah, it's yeah. a reasonable time. Yeah, so you're right. a snowboarder, originally you're from Parisha in New South Wales. Um, you've been described as a champion sensation, Aussie sensation and spectacular. And we'll see that uh, a bit later why. Hey, tell us a bit about growing in Parisha. What, what is it like to, to grow up in the mountain in, um, in, New, in uh, New South Wales? Yeah, well, um, I didn't live in Parisha, but I was there most of the whole um whole winter australian season mm -hmm. so i would just uh just wake up go snowboarding and i just loved it ever since i started which i was three three my god yeah. do you remember that day or is it pretty... no not at all no. not at all okay no. and yeah 
is it is it like z, z like um snowboarding was just convenient because you have the snow and that it is what you do or who who pushed who pushed you to to go a bit further um well i just uh i just loved it when i started it and i was loving it since then and i never really thought about doing anything else because you you're pretty good um surfer as well i've seen some footage you're you yeah pretty skilled <laughs> thanks no i'm you know it's you're welcome uh, so um is that what's what's the sensation of difference between and um surfing and between snowboarding do you find the same kind of feeling on it or the same technically is it different or what's there are there are similarities and differences for sure the yeah. the water's a lot softer oh <laughs> fair enough <laughs> yeah so um yeah but if it's pretty slushy on the snow it can feel really similar like you can do big slashes on um on half pipe walls and it's similar to doing a slash on a on a wave so yeah um yeah it's pretty similar cool what has been your your training and routing to build up to your current level um basically i just wake up uh, at whatever time i wake up i don't really it changes a lot um depending on the circumstances but um yeah just wake up have brekkie have a shower get ready and go ride and just try and work on stuff um work on my technique so i can progress to the bigger tricks safely or sometimes just ride with friends like zeden was saying before just have fun and push your friends while they push you to progress when did you start competition when did you start to and and i mean um when did you start to know that you were pretty good at what you were doing um that's a hard one i might have been seven or eight okay yeah i um i started doing small races in uh in australia when i was pretty young maybe five or six hmm. and then i started winning those and then we started traveling overseas and i guess i just kept winning comps so um i started realizing that that this could be my future and it's pretty awesome i get to do what i love every day as a job i like that i like that yeah. Your specialty is a half pipe, um, so it's kind of the ramp, the same. Well, we'll yeah, we'll similar, in a, in a similar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why a half pipe? Did you did you always do a half pipe, or is there other um, other stuff that I've I've always done? Uh, like when I was young, I was doing all disciplines, racing, uh, like the different types of races, like GS and normal slalom and one's a bit tighter turns than the other and then border cross which is like four people at the same time oh yeah, yeah slope style big air half pipe so i uh i started just doing them all and then the last couple of years i've kind of gone into more just slope style big air and half pipe 
And uh, yeah, I've just been, I'm just going to keep doing that. Nice. Um, Before we talk about Lux, um, um, Craig, can you um, just show something? Because that's a nice intro to talk about recently what happened. and how surprised you are what what was happening in your head I was pretty happy yeah well that was the first time that I'd ever landed the last trick of that run properly nice yeah so I was just like I went into that run and I was already sitting in a good place to get into finals so um I just I just wanted to have fun on that run and kind of send it go for it and then it all worked out and I got to the bottom on my feet with all the tricks done and I was just I was like damn that was pretty fun it's 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 um it's awesome it's just precious this moment just this moment um there's a lot of humility and a lot of uh I love it you finished uh, first in uh, so uh, we have to say it's uh, your first world cup uh in yeah. in last you finished first in the semis uh, with the biggest um, um, airtime, uh, biggest uh, highest mm-hmm. jump. Um, yeah. And you finished eighth uh, total in the finals, yeah, for first World Cup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Um, who inspires you? I know I know the name. Um, I know you follow him on Insta, but uh, who is yeah. your... He's your competitor now? Do you want to take his name out of my mouth? <laughs> you know who i'm gonna say is it is it scotty <laughs> yeah 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 uh, he's awesome ladies. to watch yes yeah, scotty james who's yeah what what rank he is in the world his his one he's won the crystal globe a couple of times which is like the top rank at the end of the season in uh yeah. in like the fifth world cup kind of things so yeah uh right now he would be in second overall in the world yeah why why does yeah. the why are you inspired by him well because he's another aussie yeah Fair enough. and uh he's managed to become one of the best snowboarders in the world being from a place with not a heap of snow and not the best opportunity but he's made it work through the circumstances which is super inspiring so what happened with the others and and um and being good at some at some uh winter you know um, winter skiing or 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 kind of um that snowboarding is there is there a facility or kind of um 
uh, a process uh, in Australia that helps a young uh, snowboarder like you, or is it pretty pretty hard? But what's happening? Do you have a coach? We were talking. Sorry, yeah, you, you, you yeah. Answer, and I've got yeah. Well, I think what it is is uh, we don't have a heap of snow at home, so um, when we have the when we have really good opportunities for training, we we don't take it for granted, but maybe someone with snow in their backyard that could snowboard all the time if they wanted might not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, I guess we just, um, <laughs> we want what we, uh, what we don't get more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that made sense, but. No, and I, and I think there's a, yeah, there's a difference from, yeah. uh, you know, a, a guy you, a competitor lives in Switzerland all his life and he's been kind of, uh, you know, in the snow in his life and someone who's, yeah, uh, it's, it's a bit different. Um, yeah. About sponsor and coaching, um, we were talking about that uh, because you travel around the world, uh, so you're, you're in likes, but you're on a program as well. And that's with the um, Australian Olympics, is that, with the um, team? Yeah, well, they help us for sure. Um we don't really have enough people to have a proper team. Yeah. Okay. Like some other countries do. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, just me and my coach and we see some of the other Aussie guys are, and girls around the, around the world, but um, we're just not a together team, but it's all right. So what's next for you? Um, you were talking about uh, World Cup in aspen when when is that yep, there's next week there's the world world championships and a world cup after that um and that is yeah in in like two weeks i think are you, you're going there yeah nice we'll follow you there and then beijing no that's not happening oh it's not unfortunately yeah okay yeah um i think that was uh it was supposed to happen, but it got cancelled a little while back. Of oh, the 2022 Olympics, so the Winter Olympics, yeah. Oh, the Winter Olympics is still happening, but there was um, there was a World Cup that was supposed to happen there this year that oh, got yeah, cancelled. No. But hopefully I'm... by next year in the Olympics, um, yeah, it'll all be. So sorted. where is that? Is it in Beijing? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, before I um. Uh, yeah, before we, we move on, I just want to uh, say um, thank you or shout out to Pablo Guida at uh, Pad Visions as well uh, to, um, you know, for, for the footage and, and, and the things. So I say I would say a, um, a shout out. So thanks, Pablo, for your help. Yeah. Are you staying with <laughs> us? Pardon? You're staying with us? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Brandy. Yeah, thank you. Okay, cool. Is my video here? Yes. Okay. How are you? Good morning. Awesome. Oh, no, good afternoon. Good. Good no, evening. yeah, it's afternoon. It's after work for me here. It's like 5.30 or something like that here. But yeah, I'm pretty good. Thank you Close for being patient. <laughs> um, I, um, so you're in the US. You're from York in Pennsylvania, singer-songwriter. You're a professional writer as well, and you are a teacher. Yes, indeed. And you do 
all of that. So um, well, every day, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Well, five days a week at least. So I wanted to end the interviews with you because we're going to um, um, listen to you afterwards. We've got a, um, a video on, um, yeah, one of your clip, video clip that was uh, the promo. So we want to hear a bit more about you. And the intro as well was Happier, one of your songs as well. Um, yes. So tell us about you. Where did you grow up? Uh, when did you start singing? When, yeah. So I grew up here, but it's not like I've like never left. I do spend a decent amount of time traveling and playing different places and seeing different places. Um, I'm actually supposed to be moving away from here this summer, but I'm not talking too much about it until it happens. I don't want to throw off the universe or anything. Yep. Um, but I started singing kind of as soon as I could talk. And I remember I would have like babysitters and stuff and I couldn't write yet. And I would like tell them the words to these songs and they would like write them down for me. And then when my parents would come home, I would like perform the songs for them even before I could like read. But I never really like had any professional training or anything. It was always just something that was like an instinct for me. And like, I don't think that if I decided to quit music, I don't think I would ever quit writing songs. Like it would, I would still do it all the time. I believe, um, I would say I'm not a great guitar player. I didn't start that until I was 16 and I taught myself. Um, but singing songwriting and just kind of performing and being wacky and creative was definitely just like a, as long as I can remember thing. What, what's um, what's the music genre? What, what would you qualify? Is it um, is it alternative rock, pop rock? I would definitely say alternative rock. Um, yeah, that's probably a good way to group it. Like we have some stuff that's grungier. We have stuff that's kind of dream poppy. We have I have some stuff coming out soon that's more just like almost dark pop. But then I have some straight rock and roll too. So alternative rock is probably a good way to describe it tell us about your songs what 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 are what are the theme what are what are they about a lot of them are like so i know a lot of songs a lot of them are like typical songs are like you know love songs or like let's go to the club or you know like that type of stuff but i usually write about very like a lot of it is mental health um and also just kind of like stresses and pressures of like a lot of them I wrote about like this pressure. I don't know. It might be a little bit. I think it is a little bit different in other countries. So this is really cool. I like to like see how people's lives differ in different countries. But um, in America, it's like the first thing someone asks you is like, what's your job or what do you go to school for? What's your degree in? And a lot of it's about like that pressure to be like, like you're supposed to, you know, like, be perfect or like have the perfect job or whatever and a lot of it is kind of like rebelling against that because I think that kind of like ruined a lot of my life like I think I'd be a lot farther in music if I didn't take the route of like college and working and like all that stuff so a lot of it is about that I have songs about like animal rights I have songs about like you know women like standing up for us and just it's just a lot of like everyday real stuff that people don't typically talk about or maybe not enough i guess mm -hmm. 
I read that um, something about uh, a comment about you was uh, Brandy uses music as a positive outlet for her inner child and encourages anyone listening to feel happy, free, and a little rebellious. I like that. That's how you yeah. understood it, yeah? <laughs> Wait, what did you say in the last sentence? Sorry. That's why you're on the show. Rebellious, um, the talent, the punk side. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, with Rebellious, um, I'm really excited to be on with a snowboarder and skateboarder because, yes, well, but- I don't know, skateboarding is seen as rebellious, but I skateboard, I snowboard, and I surf. I'm really, really, really bad at snowboarding and surfing. I can, like, stand up and, like, ride. That's about it. <laughs> skateboarding is next to music is like my favorite hobby so i love that i also suck at it a lot but it's i've been doing it since i was like seven or something so um yeah, uh, please follow uh brandy's uh instagram and you'll see um her doing some tricks and uh sometimes oh, bad. it's embarrassing <laughs> you don't want to see that but like no, everywhere you know, go, you it go. brings me a lot of joy though like skateboarding brings me immense joy i'm horrible but like yesterday I dropped in on like, I think it was a six foot ramp and I was like, oh my gosh, I did this amazing thing. And it nice. really is not that good to, for someone who has a 14 foot ramp in his backyard. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Well, there you are. You might have the invitation from Z to come to New Zealand and um, you can do a show there and uh, use his well, I love that. I would love what? to see both of them compete. They're amazing. It's awesome. You know, Talent Punk, it's all about uh, putting people together so you guys can organize yourself afterwards. But yeah, um, and we can see you often with your guitar and on the, on, on the board, which is um, quite fun. Tell me, um, what inspires you or who inspires you? Um, so what inspires me is like, I don't know, like I'm a very soulful person and I, I'm pretty honest and it's, I feel like that's not like, and I'm not saying it in like, oh, I'm special way or anything, but it's just kind of like my emotions. I, I have a lot of them (laughs) and I kind of like that outlet and being able to like move someone or like, I've had so many people say things like, you know, you said this thing in this song and I didn't know anyone else felt like that. And like, now I feel less alone. Like that type of stuff really inspires me, like having these struggles and being able to like scream them out loud, bottle them up. All my the phone's time. overheating. Your phone's overheating? Oh, sorry. That's okay. I put him on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happened? He wasn't on mute, that's why. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um sorry, Brandy. Yeah, it's fine. But basically being able to like scream out all these like emotions and things that I'm having, like on stage is great and then my inspiration i always have a really hard time with this question because it's so many people and like i know a lot of people have like that one person that they look up to but mine is so all over the place it's like kesha who's like a pop star and like when i was little it was like avril lavigne which like people totally joke about now because like they're like oh you skateboard and you play guitar you like avril lavigne i'm like no i don't even listen to avril lavigne anymore but then it's like Grace Potter and like Johnny Cash and like Primus is one of my favorite things and like Rage Against the Machine and like just Noah Cyrus is another one. It's a lot of people, I guess, that 
put their emotions out on the line, say things that not other, like not a lot of other people would say, do things their own way. And also like, it really helps for me if you don't come from a background of like a lot of money or like your parents are actors or like something like that. Cause like with me, like, you know, I'm kind of working from like nothing to get like where I am. And like, so it's inspiring to see other people that do that rather than they're like born into a famous family or, you know, something like that. Cause there's a lot of that in Hollywood and mm. I don't know. Yeah. You, you have a band, so uh, Brandy, L.I.M. and The Bottom Shelf. So can, do you want to talk a bit about uh, your band and w- what stage you are um, on your solo career, but as well with the band career and what's, what's next for you guys? So basically the band and the solo thing are like one in a way. Like, so I play like acoustic solo shows all the time. Like I do a solo stuff all the time. But my band will come and like the original songs that I have by myself, they really bring those to life. And I think at this point I've had like 13 or so band members. And like if any of them are watching, like I love you all dearly. Like I'm glad that you've been in my band. I don't like have bad blood with my band members or anything like that. It's like maybe like one, but um, but it's always just been a thing where um You know, like I have my songs, people come in and they learn them, they add their own like unique twist to them. And I love it. Um, But kind of Brandy LM in the bottom shelf will go on forever as long as I'm in the band. If I kick myself out, then I'm not sure (laughs) it's going to continue to work. But um, it's going to be the bottom shelf. (laughs) But yeah, it's always, yeah, it's just going to be the bottom shelf at that point. I don't see that happening, but like, I don't think the band will ever go away because the band is just my solo project with extra instruments. Yeah. So um, next steps, uh, I'm currently recording two different songs, going to be putting out two more music videos. Since quarantine started, I put out two music videos, released three songs. One of the music videos and songs I recorded completely by myself, shot the video by myself, edited everything by myself. Um, so that was cool. Most of the time, though, I have help from people and I'm very grateful for that but yeah so we're working on two new singles and two new videos actually um and one of them I don't think my current band has any idea I'm doing because I did it with other musicians um actually some people that used to play in my band and then the other one is like my current band is working together to do this so and that's going to be (laughs) available on uh, Spotify Yeah, so both of these will be available on Spotify, and we have a lot of stuff on there already. So it's Brandy LM in the bottom shelf, so we're on all streaming platforms. Um, A few of my friends actually made, like, skate videos and, like, dance videos to my music. So, like, that stuff's really cool. Like, I love when people do that. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We're going to watch uh, Not A Soul. Can you, um, before we do that, um, can you tell us a bit about uh, this song and what's what's the theme in that song? Absolutely. So Not A Soul, it's it's kind of about not telling a soul your business. So I noticed that like I would get ideas and like post them on Facebook and a lot of people do this or like whatever, like in years past, um, it's or like turn to a lot of people and like ask them questions like, should I do this? Should I do that? And then I realized like there has to be 
some like mystery and like there's a lot of things that I'm working on that I'm not really telling people where I'm trying to like get my life together and then be able to show a final product instead of just posting every little thing online like every little thing that I'm working on and um, I think that's just important it's basically like no one has to know what you're working on or what you're going through um, and I think that like with social media everyone is super super open about that but in a way it's like about this privacy and then there's a line about like I'm digging me a new one and it's almost about like tunneling underground to like dig yourself out of like society's mold that it wants for you do your own thing and don't say anything about it just keep going like it's not anyone else's decision it's yours essentially thank you brandy um you stay with us and um craig if you want to um, we've got um a song um as a break and we'll go to the second part
Nice. Thank you. I like the. Um, am I muted or am I good? Uh, no, no, it's all uh, awesome. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not muted. No, 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 you're not muted. Oh, and okay. Valentino, you can unmute yourself and Zedin as well. And um, so, second part, second part. I want to explore a bit more what's um, what's happening in your head. Um, because for me, talent is not about skills, knowledge, and experience. I think they are, that is the artifacts around what really, really, really drives you. And, uh, and I think talent is more of a recurring, something recurring, a pattern. It's a pattern of, of thoughts um, that comes all the time and acts you and, and helps you to behave. Um, Zedin, Z, you said... I get a big adrenaline rush every time I roll down something really big. Can you yeah. take us through and the other guests as well, but uh, let's start with you. What's happening in there when you go, you're on the top of the ramp and at that moment, what's, what's the buildup in your head? What are you thinking about? And then. I just think about landing my trick every time. It's, yeah. It's, um, it's just landing my trick is all that goes through my head. Yeah. I don't think about anything else. And is that, so you are rehearsing how it's going to happen in your head? Um, sometimes, depending on how much I want to land it. Sometimes if I want to land it too much, I'll uh, just drop in. Yeah. Yeah. And go for it. Okay. What about you, Brandy? Um, like, so before I do like a live performance, I guess, right? Just when you yeah. go live, what's happening? Just, just in that. It's usually like, I have a really, in my general life, I have a really hard time being in the moment. My brain is all over the place, but like when I'm about to sing or play live, like that's like one of the only times that I'm like, just thinking about that. And I guess I just... I don't know, I get really excited. There's like a little bit of nerves and like every time I hit a note that I know is gonna be like a little bit harder for me or like, um, or I'm just playing something and I'm worried about like my fingers on the guitar. There's always that feeling of like, am I gonna hit it? Like, am I gonna like, or like, am I gonna hit this note wrong or right or whatever? And like, if I do, it's just like this, I don't know, it's a really great rewarding feeling. Definitely like an adrenaline rush for sure. How is it adrenaline Russia physically? What's what is it tingling? Is it what's how does it manifest? Yeah, I guess it just I, I just feel kind of like warm and like energized. And also I notice like if there's a lot of times where I play shows where I'm wearing like heels or I'm in the freezing cold or something like that. <laughs> and like I'll be like in pain. And as soon as I start playing, I it goes away. But then as soon as I stop playing, I feel everything. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, get me out of here. So it definitely, it almost, like, numbs things. Yeah. And I'm, like, almost feeling, like, the music, I guess. What about you, Valentino? Yeah. Um, yeah, what, what they said, I agree with. And I feel pretty similar. Like, um, when you drop in for a run, especially in a competition, you really everything gets blocked out except yes. what you're doing. And uh, when I'm going to try a new trick or like something that's 
a bit scary. I, um, I'll just try and focus on it as much as I can and focus on all the little things that make the big trick work out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely an adrenaline rush and, um, I feel it. I feel it in my stomach a lot, actually. Um, I guess that's probably part of the nerves, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty insane feeling. At, um, at your level, is there, is there uh, from your coach, is, is that a big part, the mental preparation for any big competition? Yeah, 100%. Do you do anything special? Is there, I don't know, yoga, meditation, or are you... Rituals. You, what? Rituals? Oh, tell us <laughs> Rituals. Nah, nah. Nah? Uh, okay. Nah, I don't really have any any big ones, but um. Do you wear the same Do you wear the same t-shirt? <laughs> no. Your favorite t-shirt? Nah. No. Nah, I probably should. I should. I should start doing something like that. So you don't um, have anything special or or like something you a mimic or or like um something you do before a com- a competition? I'll um I'll usually listen to some music. Oh, okay. Try and get hyped on some music for sure. What are you listening to? Um, I like rock, metal, and rap. Rock, metal, and rap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you like Brandy's music? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Thanks. Um, yeah. I forgot to ask you something. Can you, um, uh, when I did the interview with you, what is Ligma, Ligma brand? No. Oh. Sorry. No, uh, let, let's not let's not go there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not that's not a good idea. Was it a long time ago? Yeah, it was a long time ago. It was it's a pretty childish joke. Okay. But um that's yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything about that. <laughs> so you're listening to what is some Metallica's uh, Led Zeppelin fate? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Exactly, exactly. And now, there, there Brandy, Brandy I'm on the bottom shelf. Yeah. <laughs> your, next big, so. your next big competition. <laughs> um, no, listen to Gutter Star. It's a good, uh, that one is right. a good hype yeah. one. Yeah, Gutter good Star. Good hype song. Gutter all right. A, it, it's, it's kind of, um, yeah, it's kind of a cool stuff. And are you uh, eating burritos before your big day? Because I know it's one of your preferred food, no? Um. I usually eat steak, actually. Oh, meat. If I have, if I can get some uh, some protein into me, yeah, it can uh, it can help me feel a little bit better sometimes. Um, yeah, I feel like a steak, a good steak and salad dinner before a competition's never really let me down. Zedin, do you have any um, any superstitious thing or anything you do before a compete? Not really, I listen to music too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you guys are like uh, wearing the same socks, or you know, old socks. You don't watch them. You wear them. Uh, competition. <laughs> the knee pad. You've got the same knee pad all the time. Oh yeah, but that's mostly for protection, just in case I fall. Yeah, but but they're pretty ripped, no? Oh yeah. Oh, I have had like uh, thirty pairs of knee pads the time i've skated for it so they change a lot every three months 
Now, I want to um, just to finish with, and if there are some questions from the audience, please um, drop them uh, now. Um, but how do you how do you juggle between? And, and we talked about that, but how do you juggle between priorities? And uh, I'll start with you, Brandy. But you know, you've got a full time job, and you do full time gigs, and and how do you know what? I, I saw as well. You were kind of a um, puzzling yourself or asking yourself when, when, when am I going to go, you know, full-time music or what's, what's the transition there? Um, so yeah, that's something that I struggle with constantly. I, it's been something that I don't think I've gone a single day without calling a friend or family member or something and saying like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to work anymore. I just want to do music, but I'm scared. There was a time where I was just doing music and I was okay. Like I was like supporting myself, but I was like, nah, I want to save up more money. And then like, I got another job and now I'm really glad that I had it because when COVID happened, you know, my gigs were really, really like seldom. Um, but it, I don't know. I struggle to be honest. I do struggle a lot with it because um, I love my job. I work with children and I work with a lot of, the children have like special needs. So it's like really rewarding. Um, I wish I could split myself in half, to be honest. Um, but for me, I think it would just be like, once I move, um, which I'm not talking too too much about, but once I move to a new location and the um, restrictions of COVID keep getting less and less, my job, like the job that I'm getting there um, with teaching is going to be semi more part-time than what I'm doing here. And it will be something that I could kind of phase out. So I think it'll be a thing where like I work when I feel that I need to, or maybe I don't have as many gigs that week, but I hope to get to a point where like, I just don't need to work. Like I'm making more money just doing music than I am teaching. And I think it's possible. And I think the only reason it hasn't happened yet is because I haven't quit my job during a good time, not COVID time, but like just totally quit my job and just went full in. And that's something I regret. Like these two are like, it's awesome. Like I'm so happy to be talking to people that are younger and like doing what they love. Cause I always knew what I wanted to do. And I always felt very pressured to go to college, which I didn't want to do to work, which I didn't want to do. Like I'm a really hard worker, but I wanted to be working on my art, not yeah. Yeah. for someone else. So like for these two, like, I think it's great what they're doing right now and balancing it is really hard. Like I get up at like five in the morning and I'll play and I'll write or whatever. Then I go work my full-time job. Then I usually feel pretty exhausted after work. And then a lot of times I'm either recording in a studio, having band practice, trying to practice by myself while I'm like half asleep. Um, and then a lot of nights, um, I will just wear myself out. So I'll go to the skate park for a long time or I'll go to the gym. And when I'm like skating or I'm at the gym is a lot of times where like when my body's moving, my mind moves and I'll come up with like lyrics and ideas for videos. And then weekends, I have a little bit more time to actually like not have it be so rushed. Um, but yeah. I miss honestly, like when I didn't have my job, I got so much done in music, like when the schools were shut down for COVID 
And so I'm hoping that like this summer, um, when I'm not in school, like I can just do fully focus on that because it is hard to balance for sure. Thank you. Z, what, um, how do you juggle with priorities? Um, I don't really need to yet. I just, <laughs> I just skate. But yeah, but between, you know, school, I know you, you know, you, um, you've got schoolwork as well, probably homework and. Only a little bit. I usually just do schoolwork at, uh, the homework at lunch. Oh, okay. So, so, so you're pretty organized now. Yeah. Cool. Valentino. Um, I do, uh, I do like homeschool distance education kind of stuff. Kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, I just, I just ride, I ride whenever I can. And then when I'm not riding, I, uh, I do school. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you so much. Um, I think we are now coming to the end of our show. Um, so is youth a dream or a form of chemical madness? Well, pretty much. I think so. When I see you, definitely. But to us parents, because I've got, you know, two kids. Um, so to us parents out there, all the world's advice can be distilled in two simple rules. Pay attention to what your children are fascinated by and praise, praise them for their efforts. It's not from me. It's from a, a guy called Daniel um, Coyle, and he wrote a book called The Talent Code, which is an awesome book. Um, before we finish with um, Brandy's uh, music and with Nevada, I, I love Nevada, um, <laughs> Thank you so much to our guest, Brandy Tsuki, who is now uh, at school, uh, Zedin and Valentino. Um, from the bottom of my heart and Talent Punk, we wish you plenty of success. Keep loving life um, for me and for us. You are so inspiring. Um, I'd like as well to, to thank Hitomi for um, the translation. Thank you to my team, Karen, Joe and Craig. Uh, big up to you. Uh, to the audience, thank you. Ubuntu, um, you know that we are thanks to you. So keep tuning in. Keep following us on Insta and Facebook. Uh, and yes, and um, Brandy will close with you um, and your song Nevada. See you next month. Uh, next month, sorry. Um, and next month we'll go high in the sky.
Thank you for listening to Talent Punk. Keep tuning in to our shows and don't forget to subscribe. You can find us at talent underscore punk on Insta and Facebook. Ubuntu, we are thanks to you.